0: and guess what we're live we're live we're back we we haven't been on for a little while two Uh, weeks um but we missed a week i think we was busy in the snow it's been so busy busy in the snow living in the mountains sometimes takes your time so be it so it's episode 46 of the wide awake in babylon podcast for those of you that joined us live thank you hi i hope you. you're doing well i really do yeah so what we were kind of sitting here going what are we going to talk about what tonight names? oh sorry this is tom andy chris Isak. hello isaac i like isaac isaac it's like uh the it's biblical it's a- isaac it's his hebrew name or, or monoconco well, spanish too, yeah, to call oh, it. It. Uh-huh. So we were sitting here thinking, what are we going to talk about? And let's talk about behavior. (laughs) Just like, we'll just go freestyle on behavior. Sure. Always relevant. Okay. Because behavior also implies habit. It's like behavior and habit are like married together. Hmm.
1: Unconscious behavior is often to
0: habit. Well, a, a lot of the behaviors that we approach the world with, are habitually the same, very similar day through day through day through day. It's very rare that there's a complete change in somebody where they actually engage the world around them in a completely different fashion. Right? So like one of the habitual behaviors is getting on your social media, your, your ex, your Twitter, your TikTok, and see just the craziest shit all day long. So suddenly within, it influences you to kind of be a little afraid, mm. right? A little standoffish, a little – um um what are those people called? A little – kind of like a little vigilante look around, right? There's some of those. Because you're suspicious of everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. You've been doom scrolling yeah. all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, you know, and there's things you see in the street. And so it kind of puts you in this other place where you behave in a way that is – not a human being that is, I wouldn't say sure of anything, no one really can be, but is it displaying strength in the world, right? Or displaying an ability to, I don't know, maybe just tap into the intelligence within that can navigate its way through that without much of an issue, instead of going to this calamity place. So the habit is going to the calamity place, right? But that, that habit is a behavior that behavior is going to the calamity place. You know what I mean? They're kind of the same. In a lot of ways, behavior and habit can be the same thing.
1: So calamity is different. Everyone has their own version of
0: calamity. Right. And and it's kind of like when we go through behaviors, we're just kind of never really questioning them. We're never asking Hmm. ourselves, why did I say that? Why did I get that kind of, (gasps) Mm
2: -hmm.
0: before I said that word? Mm -hmm. What was the spike in my central nervous system? We just kind of let it happen and just kind of think it, no, that behavior is normal. Because mm, it's our normal. doesn't mean it's normal. Right. And <laughs> a lot of times when you get like that kind of, I don't know, like an amplified, like a little, <clears throat> your, your, your words aren't going to match. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. You're looking for a way to tone that down. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the behavior then is to cover up these feelings that arise with some words to try to smooth over the edginess of the energy you're feeling. Hmm. Right? Yeah. And, and in all of this, I mean, this is kind of how I think most people are navigating. They're trying to avoid anything uncomfortable.
1: Well, oh, yeah. That's
0: right? very common. That is not, but that is, in a lot of ways, that is the worst behavior you could have. Mm-hmm. Because if you avoid trouble, then trouble remains. If you engage trouble, trouble doesn't remain, but if you engage trouble with the same behaviors you always have in a very habituated state, you're going to get the same thing. It's just going to, you're just going to keep recycling that, going through that same pattern, really recycling the same experiences over and over again, at least in the description and your narrative about it, it'll be the same. Mm. Right. And to be able to like be present Completely aware, completely energetic, completely not you know mindless, <clears throat> focused, in in any situation, and notice where like there's a a behavior that comes in, that steps in. Oh, I'll take care of this. It's like no, not today. You're not necessary today. I will. I myself, without something running in some. Identity that I've manufactured, or you know, a version of myself to deal with that situation, just come in truly as yourself. Hmm. And I, and I think when that happens, when people can hit that spot, that's where the real um epiphanies of life come from, right? Because it's only calamity if you engage it as it as one.
1: Yeah, it's like you're engaging a story about it rather than the thing itself, right. and the story is like the way you dealt with it in the past, or whether you well, believed yeah, it was. You're
0: engaging compulsively. Yeah. Mhm. Based on what how it's been before. Right. Well, how it's been before is that's the sign that your behavior is habitual. <sighs> Cuz nothing should could have, you know, nothing really is ever the same way twice. Right. Right? And it's mm-hmm. like all the nuances that tell you this is a different experience than the last one, they go missing when you're completely in a habituated state to tell the same story over and over again. Like the victim story that people tell. Mm-hmm. It's like, really? How long is this gonna go on? I mean, you're gonna milk this for all it's worth? Is that what's gonna happen here? You know, milk all your friends, milk your family, get sympathy, you know, whatever you need. A couch. Yeah, <laughs> couch. You know, whatever. Couch to sleep on, you know, and you just keep playing that over and over. And you watch, it's like those behaviors don't change. Right? It's like you, you can watch someone change many things about themselves, but one of the last things they're going to change is the actual behaviors that are causing them to dim, to be a more dim-witted person. Right? Their, their wit is dim. Right? Their ability to look at the world and go, oh, nice narrative. <laughs> and no, I have no interest in being a character in your little play. Mm. So I'll sit outside, I'll watch your play. And your play, I know one day it's going to land on my doorstep. There's not anything I can do about it, which is fine. I don't mind. I mean, when that happens, it happens. If that's the way of the world, that eventually jackboots are knocking on your door too. There's nothing you can do about it. So be it. I won't stop speaking my mind. You know, I won't stop talking. I won't stop, you know, putting into the world what I think is necessary. Right? But it's... To be able to handle any situation is, a, is, is an absolute imperative. And that way, you know, you could actually build yourself up to when things get rough, that you have some energy behind behavioral change. Because it's not like if all this goes away, your life is going to shit. Not if you change your behaviors. Mm-hmm. Right? If you alter and, and even your mental behaviors. Because what most people are sitting there thinking about all day isn't actually all that important. Really. It, there's a lot of things people think about all day that they couldn't even act on. They have no avenue by which to approach the thing they're thinking about. Do you know what I mean?
3: Yeah, it's a compulsive way to fill space yeah. and time. Uh-huh, uh-huh, Boredom, Bored
0: in a way. Exactly. And all these behaviors, <clears throat> most of them. Because there's action too, and I don't think they're the same. I think action takes you being actively present to engage a situation, right? So, it's not like you come in with a, a prescribed behavior, right? Or some, you know, preconceived behavior. Like you already know what this is going to be about. You walk into it blank and let the situation feed you the energy of the situation and let your being within – tie those together and up will pop an identity that actually can engage that without you going south Hmm. without you getting depressed and frustrated and angry and and just be able to handle everything because at some point although you know we all do that everybody grumbles once in a while they do something that just screws everything up you know but And it's fine. It's not like that's a big, huge issue. You can still make a lot of progress. But there will come a point in time where you're going to have to face how that stir gets stirred up. And it gets stirred up because the situations that arise that are important to the soul within you get neglected. Because part of the behavior is to never really do what the soul is putting in front of you to do. It's to occupy your time doing other things. Mm-hmm. Until you have no notion that there's a bigger thing for you to be doing here. And, you know, and I, I kind of understand why people want to avoid it. Because what the soul's purpose here is, we call responsibility, hard work, um, suffering. We call it all these things. So we avoid it. Right? But it's those harder things that are being presented to you that are testing your metal. That they're the things that you actually get stronger, wiser, more mature, more disciplined from, right? It's like everybody knows you don't really learn from your victories. You learn from your losses, right? Yeah. And you don't learn from sitting out on the couch. Right. And it's like, so, but I don't want to do that. That's a behavior. The the resistance to actually being aware completely. When something comes in that, and it doesn't even have to be like a dark night of the soul tempest, just a minor discomfort is enough to set someone off for the day or to disturb them or upset them or to keep them off balance for the day. And that, I mean, to me, it's, I just think it's, you know, it, there needs to be a point in time where that's addressed. So you are checking yourself on a frequent basis to make sure are you still aware still awake here are you still on the precise path of well-being or have you drifted off to some distractionary path that's kind of draining you do you have a good test for that
3: for yourself like what do you do to check
0: my central nervous system usually and then if the mind's chattering because the mind's chattering it's like okay where is all that energy for the mind chatter coming from and if the mind is chattering, it's usually agitation. And agitation usually comes from there's probably something afoot that I need to be looking at. And I've probably even looked at it and noticed it. And have just chose to watch it. And sometimes it's not time to watch it, it's time to do something about it. Right? Mm-hmm. And you can you just don't want to be way off time. You don't want to let something le- go on that is getting out of hand, if you notice. Know you want to address that as soon as it gets out of hand, right? So those things, and what those do, they stir up your central nervous system. They stir up the mind chatter. They stir up this kind of, I wouldn't really call it anxiety because I've seen that. That looked wild, but a concern, a mild concern, not anxiety, but a mild concern mm-hmm. where you're just kind of focused in on thinking about a particular thing. So worry kind of like a mild worry, Kind of, kind of, mm-hmm. and, but It only goes to worry if we neglect it, Mm -hmm. right? It takes, if you notice, it takes a little time from that twinge of, huh, to worry, right? And Mm -hmm. it's like, if we work at that twinge, it won't turn to worry, right? You're not Mm -hmm. allowing that to grow, right? Right? So, you know, it's kind of like in your garden, the garden of your soul. What are you growing? Mm -hmm. Impatience? (laughs) or Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They're pretty flowers, but. It's not a thing you really want in your life, in patience, right? It's like, are you sowing, you know, maybe not virtue, like in the world. You're going to, it's for yourself.
1: What actually feels good, but in a meaningful way, not just in I ate a
0: bonbon way. Right. You don't need it to be a giant flower. You need it to be a healthy plant. (laughs) Yeah. Right. You know, it doesn't need to be a a genetically modified thing. (laughs) Or a mentally modified thing. There you go. You know, and, and... I kind of find the only way you can really do that is any of this is you have to give up thinking you're gonna about what you are going to be in the world. Well, that's interesting
1: because a lot of people are looking for purpose. Like, what's my purpose? Right. So, how's that relate? Well, it's
0: funny because there's already one there. What are you looking for? And what's that one then? People don't know. Well, it, it, the reason, and I think the reason they don't know it, they've avoided the feelings they need to work with to reveal it mm. right so i mean you know in the end they all suffer there's this giant idea of suffering at the end of time not if you do it willingly <laughs> if you can actually willingly say i'm going to engage these energies that i have neglected for many many years sometimes people have neglected them their whole lives mm-hmm. You know, definitely in the medicine, those come to play. Mm -hmm. Like, whoa, what is all that? That's all of what you've been avoiding that's been just kind of lurking inside of you forever because it needs your attention. And you've just been refusing to give it any, Mm. right? So when that comes in, that's where the master, if there's mastery, it's going to be in that. It's going to be in how those energies come in, how you navigate them, how you manipulate them in the way you can, which is really just stirring them all together for some kind of wah, 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 right? And that's kind of mixing them together, tying them together, making patterns out of them. Right? These energies like coming a- in. Acknowledging them. Right. And you know, and really all you gotta do is clear your plate, be completely aware, stand there, and let your soul work it. All you have to do is and really I mean how do you like how well how do you get your soul to work it? Just focus your attention that you're gonna have in the thing looking out of your eyeballs
2: mm-hmm.
0: in on your central nervous system and you'll see it working mm-hmm. right You'll feel it some will see it, some will feel it some will, you'll sense it some way that you it's working out all these kinks and now there's like clear space for maybe more informed idea than all this jumbled head noise. Hmm. you know what I mean? Kind of like just clearing, you know, like mm-hmm. clearing out your files, making room for something new,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know? But those that can work with those energies, they, you're not suffering that much. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to, yeah, you're going to run into difficulties. There's going to be bad, hard days, no doubt. Things Your dogs are going to die probably before you. So there's going to be days that are going to be hard to handle. But to me, it's like if you can be present in those fully, mm-hmm. You'll learn how to navigate even harder
1: ones. That's what I've always discovered. It's, mm-hmm. it's not the suffering because, boy, I'm a masochist. I love suffering. It's like, <laughs> oh, I like. I want life to be a challenge. If it wasn't, it would be so awful.
0: Suffering to <laughs> me is a test of your strength.
1: <laughs> right, and you don't get to know like Annie and I're talking today. It's like you don't really get to know who you are until you're tested by life. Right. It's it's not watching Netflix it test. Well, maybe that is a test, but <laughs> but. <laughs> But the real tests are like, oh, when I get up off this couch from Netflix, then what's my life? <laughs> uh-huh. <clears throat> and then you have to face, oh, it's a Monday. And I know that when it's a Monday, I'm supposed to feel bad.
0: And Tuesday is a little bit better. Wednesday, okay-ish. Well, and you know, the thing I've noticed, <laughs> some of the behaviors of the replica identity, the manufactured identity, is it seeks influence from outside of itself. Because it's really not composed of anything other than memories and impressions, ideas, and advices. So, it so gets it's not heart. really got a heart that's beating to send things out in the world. So it's getting
1: validation from others.
0: So, yeah. And it things. needs input from others. It needs influence from others. It needs to feel like it has influence over others. And right there, you got a problem. Because in all of that, you got to recognize that you think life force is depletable. Otherwise, why would you try to harvest it anywhere other than within yourself? Mm. Do you understand what I mean? I have, yeah, but I never thought of it that way. That's really what it all points to. So a lot of people's activities points to they think life force is scarce. That they couldn't mm. generate it from their own presence. Mm. So you have to go out and get it. And then you, have to, you see the people who seem to have more of it and you seek their influence. It's, you pull their influence
1: into you. The zero sum mindset of scare of like there's not enough for everybody, so I right. gotta get as much as I can.
0: Right, and it's it's <laughs> fine that we do that. I mean, it's great to have good influences in your life, oh, yeah. but not to mimic. Yeah. To understand through what, however, they speak mm. to you, how they went from a fucking moron to someone who's not, or, or at least less. I mean, less of a more, <laughs> less of a moron. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you know, and just it, to me, that's the progression of it. That really, it's, we're, it's, we're, we're, it just, it, it's a progression, evolution and progression, same, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. That's what we're involved in, is this progression through states of consciousness. And, you know, between one major shift and the next, it's going to be little subtle shifts, little mm-hmm. subtle shifts. And you'll never really notice it and feel like you're getting anywhere unless you really pay attention to your behaviors. Because mm-hmm. your behaviors are the footprints that show you where you're going. You could turn and look and see where those, you know, okay, where am I headed what right direction now? Direction. Right? Yeah. Because even in going into something that you think is going to be good, you could completely lose yourself in it. Mm-hmm. And make it not as good as it could have been had you just stayed present and did the thing. You know, and for me it's mm-hmm. like as I get older, I put myself in that out less and less, but cause it allows me to become more and more. Mm. You understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not that I'm going to, you know, back away from the world. No, I'm, that's not me, but I don't know how to put it. It's like the a fortification of the energy within. Not to spill it everywhere for right. just spilling sake. Hey, don't spill it on people. Yeah. Let <laughs> right. them put straws into you. Right. Yeah. Don't have, don't, don't let vampires around and don't be one, yeah. right? And and don't be a drunkard with it and spill it all over the place. Right. Definitely try not to spill it on other people through thinking about them too much. <laughs> I mean, that that really, talk about something that paralyzes people and puts them in a funk right away. Their thoughts of others. Hmm. Really. I mean, you know, there's the loving thoughts, obviously, where we just yeah. go, yeah, I hope they're doing well and that's it. That's not really a thought. That's just kind of they popped in your head and you said hello. It'd be like seeing them on the street. Yeah. It's the ones that you have conflict with that you're just rattling around in your own head with. And Oof. anybody who walks up, you gotta spout it all to them. For forty-eight hours. For, for a <laughs> or longer long ass time. It's like you, you know, you've been saying that over and over and over again. You're having the same problems with the same person all the time. When does that stop? And how? And it doesn't yeah. mean
1: you have to stop with that person. It means well, that person it. needs
0: to change. It's like, mm. hmm. I mean, I think behaviors are shared. Mm-hmm. Right? I think that conflict, when it gets to the point where there's confusion and miscommunication or no communication, it takes two to tango.
1: Particularly in relationship. I mean, it's with any interaction, uh-huh. but with
0: relationship, it's a deeper thing. Yeah, and you know, people say, well, they just won't listen. It's like, no, you're not listening. Probably. What do you mean? Well, if they don't understand you, then you're not speaking their language. Which means you're not hearing where they're coming from enough to be able to be present in the same place they're coming from, to address it. Mm-hmm. Right? So, you, you're going to have to meet them somewhere. You're going to have to listen. And that's what really listening is. Meet someone where they're at in that vibrational place. Because that vibrational place is where they're going to behave. It's where they're going to feel, think, emote, do all that. Mm-hmm. Be there with them. See where they're at with that. Mm-hmm. right and speak to them there if you can do that there's no conflict i mean there might be a thing that needs yeah. to be dealt with the situation but the conflict part of it can go away even if two people are nervous they can sit down and mm-hmm. hash it out without it getting fucking sideways
2: mm-hmm.
0: right and i think that's you know we have to have those experiences to train us to not be so resistant to the more eh, negative aspects of possible behaviors. And what I be my negative aspects not bad, not evil. Right? Frustration is not evil. It's just draining. It's draining therefore it is anti well-being. Yeah. Right? I mean let's just break it down how it could be. Yeah, you could take all the weird shit out of it. Yeah, it's usually when you make it really personal
1: that you write you write a story that's not true because you believe it's true and it's not even what the person's saying, you're just making it like they have judgments against me or whatever. It's like a,
0: they're projecting on me. It's like, but are they? Are you just taking it in as that? Yeah, I mean, they can only project on you if you decide that you're going to take it personally.
1: Yeah, it's like, oh, you, if a homeless person calls you stupid, how do you feel about it? Yeah. <laughs> it's not that big a deal. <laughs> if your friend calls but you stupid. If your friend calls you stupid or your loved one calls you
0: stupid, then it's like, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, see me differently, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. But to true, you know, there's going to be times in your life always where spirit's going to call you to do the thing that is not going to make you popular. I mean, maybe you're one of those people in the world that doesn't have to do that. Maybe you get away with it. Maybe there's like nothing on your plate like that. But, you know, for a guy like me, that's not the case.
1: Well, you don't want to be everybody's cup of tea. Mm -hmm. Because if you're everybody's cup of tea, then you're kind of bland. You're bland.
0: You're water. Yeah. Which is nice too, but, you know. (laughs) Yeah, to be genuine to what's inside of you. Mm -hmm. Because what's inside of me is doing a vastly different thing than, you know. There's a lot of healers in the world doing all their things, and I I don't recognize it as medicine necessarily. For me, medicine is a completely different thing. It's not, I have this modality and I, I do this, you know, and this is who I am. It's like, well, no, what you do is not who you are. Right? Even if you're serving in medicine and ceremony, that's not who you are. You're not a shaman. Hopefully, you're good at what you do, just yeah. like anybody else, just like the mailman. To put this above anything else is retarded. <laughs> right? To create a position for yourself that elevates you out of mm. the fucking crowd is kind of stupid. Because mm-hmm. you're not really – in this society, you get too elevated out of the crowd. You're just an easier target.
1: Yeah, Yeah. it looks like, oh, the more successful and the easier life will be. It's like... mm, The more stealthy and incognito you can be, the more well-being you retain. You should not do a podcast then. This is a bad idea. Well,
0: I don't... (laughs) This is not stealthy. That's why I live in my secret spot. (laughs) I don't, but I don't present a, I don't really think I present a threat. No. Right? Not to the establishment. I say, guys, go ahead, do what you're going to do. It's going to be fun to watch you guys eat yourselves because you will once you're all being found out you're going to be stabbing each other in the back like crazy probably already are i mean you know the ceo gets found out how how someone went digging in his email who was that probably his enemy jeffrey epstein gets killed in a prison that's his enemy mm-hmm. they're killing each other and they'll do more and more of that it's desperation they're not play- the game they're playing ultimately is their narrative on the planet is it mm-hmm. destroying the planet don't think so highly of yourself.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Don't don't ever think you're that potent. I don't, even the whole human race, you're not that potent. <laughs> not to the earth. You're not that potent. Well, what if we nuke the place? You ever seen Chernobyl? You might not be able to go there. There's animals and trees thriving there. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like you're not going to destroy nature. It's showing you that over and over again. And if you lean in a little hard, it's gonna be Uh, Let's just say compassionate and lean in as hard as you're being on your own species and all the others. Mm -hmm. Right? So, you know, it's like to me, it's like the weather is judgment in a (laughs) lot of ways. It's the the judgment days of God. It's like you guys act like shit. Here, have some shitty weather. Don't look new. Oh, you're trying to make shitty days for people. Here, have a shitty day. And America's probably got some machine that. Keeps all the shitty days away. What? And it's failing. And it's failing. So now we're having shitty days around our cities. Well, LA, they're having a pretty shitty day. Pretty shitty week. Pretty shitty week. Right? There's certain places that just aren't having
1: a good I mean, if there's a machine that makes things happen, the (laughs) machine is called the printer press. It's
0: the board. Project looking (laughs) glass, Keeping track of everything and making sure that Mm -hmm. nothing goes astray. But this... What I when what I see going on like media wise, it, it's it's kind of like creating these little armies of people conflicts. It's on all levels, you know. You got the gender fight, you got this racial fight, you got the global fight, well, the worst thing financial is, fight, you got the food fight, political fight, all fights. Well, it's the algorithms
1: that are also like engineering it into us. It's kind of weird and, and it's an odd
0: time for that. We're being influenced. Yeah. Right? And that's the behavior of a manufactured identity. Hmm. It will always seek outside influence. And it doesn't – here, let me me really nail this down. You as a being Mm -hmm. are in control of the senses. You as a being has the heart that beats. You, you present to the world, that's your creation. But you don't have the power of a creator. And any energy you use for that will be borrowed from the creator that is actually the being within you mm-hmm. beyond all your identities, all your wants, all your desires, all your fucking needs, all your fears, your fear of death, your fear of life, all of it. It has, doesn't have any of that. Hmm. Right. And the reason the manufactured identity has all that because it re- at some point it becomes self-aware enough like an AI that it realizes that it doesn't really have any autonomy.
2: Hmm.
0: That it can't really go too far without pissing off the gas station, which would be the soul. Hmm. You understand what I mean?
1: Yeah, if you go too, down, too far down the path of an idea. Right. And the manufactured so identity
0: can't actually feel anything. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't know the difference between what encourages well-being and a positive mental attitude. But, you know, leaning more in a way that is progre- progressing, not progressive, because that's bizarre. Pro- pro- um, progression. I say uh, to me it's maturing. Yeah. 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 Building, evolving, it's, going on.
1: As we get older, we're supposed to mature. Right. But through habit, we can keep ourselves from doing that. Right.
0: And mature doesn't mean you have a job and a house. Or a car. No, it means because being able to, respond, immature to the, fucking re- people. respond
1: to the world with presence and right. maturity. Exactly. Like some wisdom of your age. Mm-hmm. That just, and, and we know people of all different ages that can right. be wise or not so wise. Right. That is age inappropriate in both directions.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But to, you know, build that up, build that energy up and mm-hmm. up and up and up and start to recognize, well, what takes it from you? That's a dog at the door. Oh, okay. So the dog the Kaya is... Wants was Kaya on. right behind me at the window. Oh, she's in the window. I'll see she wants to do it. Like there you go. <laughs> there you go. But, you know, to... <clears throat> that manufactured identity. Because it doesn't feel, it doesn't know. Because I can describe you what cold is. Until you feel it, you really don't know. Mm-hmm. Right? It doesn't feel anything. So it doesn't know anything. So it doesn't know what activity it's about to throw you into, whether it's good for you or bad for you. It's roulette. It doesn't know. Right? So the minute you have that there, you'll know it's there. It's seeking influence, it's looking for Mm. stimulus outside of being. Mm. Right? Well, I need to learn about the world. You learn about the world through the being that's in it not through your searching in it, right? It's like, I. there's a lot of things that I've learned over the years just by paying attention. I've learned more by just being present mm-hmm. and paying attention and listening and hearing and reading and paying attention when I'm doing it. it, 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 it it's, it's endless, really. You, you learn when you pay attention to things, right? And to, to really be able to understand that The attention that you need is what's inside of you. For you to learn, the only attention you need is the attention inside of you. What are you supposed to give that to? Nothing. Nothing. Anything that needs it from you will vibrate. If you're really paying attention, there'll be a thing around that. There always is. We really recognize it when love's in the air, oh, I can feel that. But to be able to be responsible for the other things outside of the ooh fireworks, you know, like maybe a stream that needs to be debris moved out of, to be able to be as present in that situation and feel that spark around it as much as you do anything else. Right, The soul is going to show you what is yours to do, because that's what's going to spark it. The feeling will come through there. Mm -hmm. Manufactured identity, you listen to that thing, it has no idea what's influencing it. It doesn't know anything. It's just a conglomerate of, you know, quippy little things it's heard, you know, things that it's learned from people that they, you know, adored or whatever. All that. It's just that. It's not Mm -hmm. really a being. Right, it's like a it's like a puppet that's dangling from a string, and you're just like that that da, This is me, and it's really not. And yeah, the hard thing is that you think that's life. So that play
1: that that puppet show in front of you isn't actually life. It's right. you. So you're not actually experiencing actual life. You're experiencing an idea about life. Right, and, and that's the tra- that's tragic. And here's here's tragedy.
0: That <laughs> the thing that's alive is a container for life. For life yeah. force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't have that either. So if you put any energy into the manufactured identity, you just shot it into space. It's a it's a hole, it's like a vacuum. Hmm. Right? And enough doing that enough will create an inertia where it's gonna suck it out of you. It's almost like you create your own little abominable black hole and just get your all your energy siphoned off. And then what are you? Then what are you? Right? And then you get low enough in energy. Yeah, what are you? Yeah, are you a living being? Are you barely existing? Are are you just a distracted mess? Are you fixating? You know what I mean? Mm It's getting high all the time. What's happening? Mm -hmm. Right? Are you still on the right path with your things, or are you drifting? And to really pay attention to that, because it's really it's just it's not esoteric. It's not confusing. Be courageous enough to pay attention to your behavior. This, this is what healing is. It's mm-hmm. not, oh, spirits, heal me of my toxicity from all the damage I received as a kid. Do so you think that was damaging? Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, wait. You're going to get way more damage than that. Uh, your ego is going to get, everything's going to get hit. Probably your pocketbook, too. And how's that going to make you all feel? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you can't base your dignity on any of that. Mm-hmm. Your dignity comes from you gaining in strength. You gaining in strength is being able to handle energies that you consistently and habitually through your behavior push to the side, push to the side, push to the side. To the side. It's like you'll have to get to that eventually.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Why not now? Courage says, why not mm-hmm. now? Well, it's not time for that. I'm not ready. Says I'm who not ready yet. Says <laughs> who? If yeah. the feeling's in you, you're fucking ready. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. And it's yeah. letting the manufactured identity f- get a hold of that, not be able to figure it out the patterning of it, and it looks real funky, and it instantly starts feeling funky. And I think it may be also that
1: it's overwhelming. It's like you know how much there is to do, and it's like how am I going to face that ocean? It's
0: only overwhelming if you give it but to the manufacturer.
1: And then it's just take a step in the right direction, and you just start making the steps. And it's not overwhelming. It's like... This isn't supposed to be over in five minutes. This is a life's journey. Yeah,
0: the the best way to get anything done is don't want to be anywhere else.
1: Well, that's useful, and I, that's hard because a gypsy like me, man, it's like, oh, kind of let's be somewhere else. <laughs> and that's not just in physically, but also mentally too.
0: What's wrong with where you're at? Yeah, that's a good question. If there's something wrong with it, what's wrong with it is you. Mm. You're the thing that's wrong in it. And it's like, huh? Yeah, take a little inventory and really see how you behave towards yourself. Mm. And you'll see it's probably not as good as it could be. And it, it's not that you people aren't able to. There's not a want there. I mean, it's inevitably what it comes down to. I mean, if you're smart enough to tie your shoes, it's about you wanting it. And then, but, you know, the you that formulates an idea of wanting it and has ideas about what it's going to be understand that's fucking lying to you and has no idea what it's talking about mm-hmm. the thing you actually want is the thing that you have yet to understand really hmm. right i mean you can conceive of it you can think about it but to understand it is to feel it so all what you really want is the thing you have yet to understand but that's
1: dangerous because what if it's Blows my whole world apart once I understand it. Like everything I
0: thought I knew is now not well. That's good or bad or whatever. Well. That's why you know. That's the, the, the There's there's a way to get beyond behavior. It's called responsibility, mm-hmm. and responsibility doesn't mean you instantly react. It means you take that full breath or ten before you make your move.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That when someone says something to you and it's got you kind of up. Oh, Take 10 seconds before you respond. Is, is that awkward silence? It doesn't have to be. Right? They're waiting for your response. Formulate it. Get in there and go, okay, what what's really being said here? Mm-hmm. You know, instead of, because a lot of people just want to get out of it. So they just say whatever they can to get out of it. And then, well, you know, sometimes there's a lot of agreements and promises made in those spaces that are never kept. Because it wasn't really an agreement. It wasn't really a promise. It was a, a, a little thing you say to get the fuck out of the situation and make it smooth it over so you can go back to having a good time. Then trust is broken, bad, hard feelings are had, conflict ensues, exactly. all those things. Yeah. Exactly. To me, it's like I don't mind if a conflict has to go on for a week or two or ten as long as the, the person that I'm involved in it with is capable of sitting down Without losing their fucking temper, and just be able to to speak them from their genuine place, whether I'm offended by it or not, who cares? And me speak from my genuine place, whether that offends them or not, doesn't matter. That's the maturity. It's to not lose it on somebody because they said something you didn't want to hear. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: It's like get used to, if you really want to learn, get used to hearing things you don't want to hear. Because you, oh. you don't understand. And if you don't understand something, you're offended by it. Inevitably, mm-hmm. it can go there. You'll be offended by what you don't understand. But what you want is what you have yet to understand. So don't be offended by it. Right? Because you can get... I mean, you've, you've we've all been present for watching people do 20 fucking years of work just sitting at that kitchen table. Why? Because we're relentless <laughs> that you come sit at that table and you want to engage in that way of really wanting to learn and really crack something open, well, we're going to touch the sore spots because that's where the learning is. Mm -hmm. We're not going to go, hey, let's go play, although we do that too, but touch the sore spot. If you really want to help someone, don't need them to like you.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Because the minute you need them to like you, you can't help them. And that's most
1: friendships. I don't want to disturb this friendship. I don't want to tell this person... They're making a horrible mistake, because if I do, then it's my fault somehow,
0: because I I brought it up. You want to hear something stuck up? Yeah. <laughs> Conceited? Oh, yes. That yeah. those friends you have, that you don't want to displease, so yes. you don't rock the boat, mm-hmm. they're not really your friends. Your friends, further on down this path, are in the sky, so to speak. And... They have pragmatism, they have rationality and reason on a universal scale, right? They have the ultimate pragmatism. And they're mature, balanced, harmonious and wise. And you mingle with them enough, yeah, you start to see that, oh, that person needs to be smacked just a little bit if you love them. You got to put them in a place of unease, not dis ease. No unease. If it's if it's called for, you better be the one to do it.
1: And it doesn't have to be mean or angry or any of that either. It can be, hey, you know what?
0: You may want to take a look at something here. Because those friends in the sky, I used to be terrified of them. (laughs) Because if you walked in to that realm with stains on you, oh yeah, they noticed them. And I felt more not judgment. But more humiliation by them just looking over and going, Mm hmm, "Hmm." and just looking straight ahead than anything else, which is kind of a, hey, we're not talking about this, but straighten that up. Mm -hmm. And and they put it right in your head of what they're talking about, what behavior, what thing, Mm -hmm. what you're engaging in. I mean, one of my harder ones was most of the people that come around are like 20 to 30-something-year-old boys. Sorry, boys. I was a boy at that age their voice men maybe there's a possibility mm-hmm. of it but are they well uh, 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 no not yet not yet start losing a little eyesight right then then you kind of <laughs> fight to keep your mental cognition together Then maybe, <laughs> but you know one of my real hard ones was whenever they would get around they act a particular way it's very much like bees in a hive just and I would find myself like kind of getting engaged, engaging with that. Mm-hmm. And then like at a certain point, I'm just like, what this is ridiculous. Fuck. <laughs> Cause I would just feel drained by it all. Yeah. And you know, just a little awkward. So it it's can like, even be funny, but still it gets too much. Right. It's it like just it's gets manic. absurd and yeah, yeah. boyish and stupid. And it's like, okay, that, you know, and it, it you know, and, and in certain situations where I'm the guy doing the thing, yeah, engaging in that can look funny. Right. And it's 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 weighty. Right? Make sure to have less energy for what is actually necessary. Because the banter, well, you're gonna fill every day with that. And a lot of the young guys will fill every day with it. Banter, 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 banter. The Fred House. Either that or they're bored. <laughs> they don't have anybody to banter about with they get bored. Yeah. Yeah. Well that's hate. And how can I prove that? Porn's the most popular thing on the internet. Yes, it's a, kind of, well, a lot of times people are watching it because the, they're bored. It's an extreme waste of energy, I'd right. say, in all ways. Yeah, because being horny people is a bored. cure for boredom, right? mm mm-hmm. you know, So, yeah, just go watch. Something. Okay, I'm not bored anymore. Oh, you are five minutes later. It's like, come on. What are you doing? You know, it's like, and that boredom is because the manufactured identity has absorbed too much life force for the being to actually engage the world in a way that is connected. So you're feeling down, you're feeling drained, you're feeling Exactly, ugh. you're feeling disconnected. Mm-hmm. There is no boredom when you're fully connected to the life force, to nature, to the spirits that are within nature, mm-hmm. to the, I wouldn't say hierarchy, but the realms of beings that are the forces that keep everything in check. They all have that idea, I mean, there's consciousness in those things. There is divinity in those things, as I know it. Mm-hmm. They're sacred and they speak. You know, and when you're really connected, it doesn't matter what's happening. You could just be sitting here. If you're connected, there's no boredom. Mm-hmm. Right. And really, I think boredom is kind of a numbing, it's a feeling of numbing procrastination. Mm. Right. Because there's plenty to do. So, how does boredom even get in? Mm-hmm. When you look around and go, oh, that should be done, that needs to be done. So, how do you have time for boredom? How is that a thing? You know, if you have a, a roof over your head, you got
1: just enough food, mm-hmm. uh, water, social
0: media. Yeah. Well, like it's sitting in that tambo life. for a month. Yeah. I, I didn't feel bored at all. Not once. No, I was, I was just. I was not like, I'm bored. Never. Not once. Uh, matter of fact, I don't really ever feel that. It's too hot. No. Too hot. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, you know, I think everybody knows what the feeling of boredom is. Yeah, yeah, where you're just kind of going stir-crazy, cabin fever, that sort of and thing. And it's not real. It's a lack of living. It's a lack of being alive. Because being alive within and having the life force intended for the being within to live and not create some identity to go run around the world with seeking attention and blah, 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 blah and having all kinds of ideas about the Jews and the Palestinians and the Russians and the thing and the this and the that and the this and the that and the this and the that and trying to be an expert on all these geopolitical confusing things. Fuck it. Okay. Live your life. Grow within your own consciousness. Listen to the teacher within and let it navigate because it's the one that's going to actually navigate it anyway. Mm-hmm. Right, And that way you're not draining enough life force that you're disconnected from that and feeling less alive and bored. Because, you know, boredom is borderline depression. Mm -hmm. I mean, really, they go really close. Well, I've noticed with boredom
3: with me, one of like the dangerous, risky thoughts that comes along with it. Because, right, boredom also has like a desperation to it. Like, what do I do to get out of this? Um, And there's this thought that comes in, which is like, well, I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. And that's such a lame thought. Because sometimes that's true, but most of the time when that thought comes through, you're bored, and you're desperate, and mm-hmm. probably verging on depression. Mm-hmm.
0: And if you really look at it, you're damming up water that is flow or something that's flowing at you, right? And that's what is the soul is needing to do, and you're keeping it from happening. Well, you're not going to need it. That's where the soul gets geared up. That's where it generates life force. But then those things, the more difficult things, right? So you kind of, if you don't let it do it, and that boredom sets in, the boredom is basically the, in a lot of ways, that resistance to your own soul. It's really what it is. I mean, I simply boredom is is comes from a lack of living and a resistance to your own being, your your soul, your presence, your high right cuz that thing is always lively right suns always shining no matter where it is it's always bright right so there's this con- consistency of life force but yeah you pour that into a hole y- yeah that's going to be a weird thing and you're not going to feel alive anymore you're just not not connected and then you'll suddenly take it as i'm on a spiritual path Okay, so that means you're completely disconnected from your soul.
2: Mm.
0: I mean, if you're on a spiritual seeking path, then you must recognize at that moment that you don't have the expertise. You're a fool. And I I don't mean it don't take it. Take the spiritual path. But recognize the reason you're on it is because you're a fool.
3: And you don't understand.
0: Right, and you have to go through a whole life of being fooled. Thinking it's outside of you. Thinking it's in a seminar. The, to me, the closest thing outside of you can be in is in the plants. Or in a book that someone really dumped that life force into where it's still radiating after all these years. There's several of those out there. Mm-hmm. but And the plants. Right? Those are the, or, you know, if you have your own ability to just put down the identities and go back to being and just have that solid well there's that too well wouldn't you call it like a journey uh, I guess a spiritual path
1: with plants and deep books a spiritual path I don't know
0: I don't I don't really think I mean the, the minute people start using words like that yeah well is spiritual that's, that's life the, that's what the what question what are you fucking talking
1: is that is it the language or is it so what you're saying is if you just kind of give up all the world things and you become kind of a monk like person sort of thing or a workshop that junkie, is so not a good idea Oh, yeah. oh mm-hmm. well, yeah. Or or that. I mean, I've done that. Uh, or is it you live the life that is kind of presented to you, it's as be, as engaged as you can, and make your mistakes and correct them as you can and learn from them. And that doesn't. That's not. That's called just a life, but it's a spiritual life if you have intention with it. Right. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't want to get people confused either about, okay, what's this? Am I doing it right? <laughs> am I doing it wrong?
0: I, I just, I think that a lot of the drives people have, or it, they have a drive for an idea of something. Hmm. But that's not who they are. Hmm. And they're going to take from who they are for that drive. And so, you know, to 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 realize you're foolish, always know that, that you are, as a human being with this limited brain, you're Chances of being foolish are under the 90 percentile most of the time, right? Mm -hmm. So, if you don't adhere to any ideas, then it's harder to be foolish. Mm -hmm. So, what you can do is start opening yourself up to to what life's presenting to you. And if it's difficult, that's a gift, right? Mm -hmm. And move through it. And move through it because you just build resilience. I mean… If you really have your heart in it, all you're going to get is resilient. Mm-hmm. Right, you're going to be able to be, you know, uh, flexible, resilient, mm-hmm. strong, balanced, stable, mm-hmm. right, sane, <laughs> sane, sane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, balanced. Yeah, it's it's the day I became sane. I recognize that all the forces that we look at in the universe and are intimidated by. There's no life without them. And our intimidation by them is because we're no longer connected to them, so we don't understand mm-hmm. them. And if the more we think about them, thinking isn't understanding. Thinking is thinking, right? The identity, having ideas about it, is not understanding. Understanding is feeling it. Mm-hmm. So you start to feel that, oh, every aspect of this universe is intelligent, pragmatic, practical, um, logical. Every aspect of it, it's like, oh wow, this actually is perfect math, perfect spirit, perfect soul, perfect balance. Now, what's out of balance? You. You, people, nothing else. It's like, well, the environment's out of balance. No, it's not. You are. It. The minute you try to set it out of balance, it'll set itself back. Mm-hmm. You set it out of balance, it sets itself back. So it's not out of balance, it's returning to it. Mm. right? It's, so if you see it out of balance, understand it's going to return to balance. That's just what's going to happen. It's going to equalize. How is that going to do that in the atmosphere, in the environment? California's going to get four years of rain in one day, and over here, it's going to dry out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just That's the balancing act. Okay, well, It's getting topsy-turvy. Okay, let's equalize this. Right. You know, and it's like, is it human beings' influence on it? I think that's very minute. I think what we're experiencing on Earth, as far as weather patterns, weather patterns, they have very, honestly, they have very little to do with CO2. Yeah. It's not- they have way more to do with magnetics. Right. And with the way the sun is going and the way the North Pole is racing. The South Pole is starting to race or you're getting your magnetic shifting going on. Well, that's what your weather patterns are created by or that energetic, you know, thing. It's going to, they're, they're going to have to equalize in a new pattern. They're going to have to balance themselves in a new pattern, which is going to be a little topsy-turvy for a while until it kind of stabilizes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And people don't see this, you know, or... I think a lot of people understand this. The media, no, no, it's you, it's you, it's your carbon, it's your carbon. No gardening for you.
2: (laughs) All (laughs) your food will be
0: grown in a lab, mass processed, and we'll ship it to you in your fifteen minute city. Very. Because we have to save the environment. Because you fuckers, right? You fuckers. You guys are
1: consuming too much Uh CO two. You are the CO two we're trying to eliminate
0: yeah right you're you're the carbon that needs to be sequestered <laughs> yes. into the ground yes into the ground. you're the water and we bottle. will do that by taking over your food next something then it's going to be water yeah 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 yeah, yeah. this is what happens this is what happened, and people think well there you know what can we do about it? watch your behaviors, see if you're actually connected to the life force and the thing that goes beyond the grave because you're going there, whether you like it or not. <laughs> Figure it out, mm-hmm. right? Figure out what, are you actually seeing the balance of all this? Are you seeing the grand scheme of things? Or are you taking it personally and getting frightened because you're watching people behave oddly? Right? Is it triggering you to become odd yourself? <laughs> Check into all these things mm-hmm. and see that you're trying to manifest, you have a manufactured identity that's trying to handle the difficulty so you don't have to feel it you'd be way better off feeling it because at least you'll know it. And by knowing it, you'll know what to do by trying to think your way out of it. Thinking isn't knowing it'll never know what to do. So then when it does come in unannounced, uninvited against your will, you're fucked mm-hmm. and it will fuck your life up. But if you have this the ability to withstand that wave, right? Navigate it necessary, you know, in a necessary fashion because you've gone through some adversity well, you're stronger for it. right It's yes. like because you know what I mean I've dealt with the edge of madness when everything just got to the point where nothing made any sense. nothing had a purpose, nothing, nothing. And that's a really crazy place to stand. Mm-hmm. It does not feel very good at all mm-hmm. and it's hard to manage and not feel like you're about to snap. Right. And it's those moments to me. I've learned more at those moments than any others. That moment of almost, you can't lose it. It's like, I'm just sitting there. Don't fucking snap. Don't fucking snap. Handle this. Handle this. Be present for this. Mm -hmm. Engage this. Don't let it beat you. Engage it. Listen to it. Hear what it has to say. Yeah, is it fucking with you? Big time. Listen. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I want, that's what I want to instill in people. Not love and lie. we're fifth dimension beings, we're namaste. Great, I think that's great. But what the world I think needs is someone who can handle the more heavier aspects of it.
1: The challenge things of life, things that are physical but more emotional.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Emotionally, like holy crap,
0: mm-hmm.
1: how can I handle all of this? Right. And things are pretty stable right now, and it may not be that way for a The next decade. There may be some instability in this next decade. You think? You think? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, as long as we can afford our phone bill and we can scroll, we're not going to notice
1: much. Okay. Oh, we can get the new goggles. Yeah, the VR goggles. The new Apple goggles. They're great. We just see it. We go into... uh, We can augment it, clean it up. Was it Ready Player One? We just go into Ready Player One.
0: Like with the Google iGlass? No, no. It's a new
1: new thing that uh, Apple just released a couple days ago, and it's the goggles that people are wearing around. Right. And they're seeing another reality placed on top of reality. How, how do they not get hit by a car? They can see the People cars, will. but they also see the monsters. Smell no, the cars they have to beat and defeat and everything, too. There's a and video t- of someone driving. So your... you know
0: what they need to do? Yes. Is what? hand out goggles when you go to San Francisco? Yeah. That makes you not see the <laughs> shit on the streets.
1: Yeah, it'll be all that. I mean, this is ready for... Play- you don't see the homeless. You stay inside your trailer, and you just <laughs> live trees. this beautiful life virtually. No huh.
0: That's cr- you just live a virtual, beautiful life. Hey. People are doing that already. It's, it's called manufactured identity yeah. and manufactured reality. But they want to take it next level. To their, they control it for you, so that you can be entertained. Yeah. Do you, have you been <laughs> convinced that all the shit that's on the news, the wars, the pandemics, lot? Do you do you, are are you convinced that that's real? That's reality. That's what reality no, is. I think. Well, it's
1: a, it's an awful version of this reality that's being placed on top of what's not. It's it's a it's a construct put on top of nature. We have a very weird construct put on top of
0: nature. It's fucked up because yeah. it's it's bad. It, It's like that manufactured reality is so unnecessary.
1: Right. It's, it it's, really it's, is. It's, it's excellent for extracting. Mm-hmm. It's an excellent
0: extractive industry. Right. Right. People go, well, it's not <laughs> extracting from me. Then you might be the extractor. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometimes you're think, the extractor, I think, sometimes you're extracted.
1: I think all people are, are extracted in this system, and those that are at the highest levels of the system are the most put upon. They're the most demonically possessed, perhaps, or
0: mm-hmm. living the shittiest life, perhaps with the most wealth, but the shittiest lives. So, I want to go in a little bit of the weeds about this culture oh, just a little right. bit. Let's do it. Because I've, I, it's something I've thought about over and over and over again. It's usually like sitting in a restaurant. Right, And this guy that's sitting at the next table, he's a server at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. He's off work. Mm-hmm. So now he's being served. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait a minute. So how does this whole class thing play? You know what I mean? It's like. Well, classes it, are BS anyway. Because he goes to, he goes out to eat and he's, what can I get you, sir? Right. But when he's serving, he has to say, what can I get you, sir? <laughs> We're all on the same fucking level. Mm-hmm. There's nobody above anyone else. Even the is serving somebody. No. You <laughs> serve somebody. You got to see somebody. I got to see somebody. I don't know that song. You don't know that song? No. Bob Dylan. I I don't know all of Bob, Bob Dylan has a lot of songs. Right. I don't know all of Bob Dylan's <laughs> songs. And 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 the way that we you know our society does reality is there's hierarchy. There's like a caste system here. We don't want to believe it, but no, there's a caste system here. Financially, there's a caste system here. This, yeah, this, Poverty in, in the this, impoverished places in America are forced to be that way and kept that way. And right. how? Well, what's happening? The banks are leaving. They're not giving loans to anything. Oh. There's no big corporation wanting to put a Walmart in them to like, get people jobs and access to goods that aren't from, you know, Korean grocery store charging $8 for wonder bread. Well, you know what I mean? There's no, there's no effort to like really energize those areas. They're, they're made to stay that way. Oh, I agree. And I think the banks are a central part of all. Sure. Sure. Because they're the upper class of the caste system, but they made the caste system. So they are the upper class. Well,
3: Right, yes. and the upper class always extracts from the Between lower. Between
0: psychology and banking, they have fucked up everybody's brain. Well, counterfeiting's illegal, unless you're no, no, this, it's uh, not
1: illegal if you're doing it and you're the boss. It's it's against the law unless you make the laws that are
0: in your favor. Then it's <laughs> those that say they are the law are creating the money, so, so it can't be if you the if law. you print money. It's like what with, Trump said, yeah, if the president does it. It's not you can't. It's not against the law. Yeah, Is that of course it's not. He's the one that said it. Sounds like something, yeah, something yeah, to say. Yeah, huh. <laughs> yeah. I can't be guilty. I'm the president. Mm-hmm. But that society, it's intentionally confusing. Yes. All of it. It's yes. intentionally designed that way. Absolutely. That you can't actually ever find the true connection of life force in it. Yes. It's there. I mean, you know, it's like you can go into the city and connect with someone on a really beautiful level that brings nature into the city in a way that – you kind of feel like you're out in nature with that person. You know what I mean? Like it's a illuminated, right. like it would be in
1: nature. But if you keep extracting, 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 there's nothing. Then the parks become dumps. And there is no natural space in the cities. And there's and everything gets deteriorated. and do you understand zero that something. the only
0: thing that would be the extractor is the manufactured identity? Because it's spending mm-hmm. life for it. It can't use the life force. It's just a big hole. Mm-hmm. And it's trying to get like a solid foundation under it. But it's filling a bottomless pit. Right. It's going ha- it, it, you know, to start ordering concrete from others, so to speak, to try to fill that hole. It's not going to work. Right? So the more and more and more and more and more.
1: So go, what here it we happens do. is if you go down the dark path of that, then you reach those higher echelons, basically,
0: of control, power, and extraction. Right. And they have to extract because they're empty inside. Yeah. Right? And there's a big hole where their heart used to be, where their presence used to be, called a manufactured identity. That needs this to be real. So it, cre- it basically amplifies manufactured reality and amplifies how necessary it is, mm-hmm. and how necessary we are in it, and how necessary it is for you to listen to us, the experts, tell you how you should live your life. Mm-hmm. You eat too much meat. You do, you're financially irresponsible. Yep,
1: yep. You don't work hard enough. Yep. You're eating bad things. You're poisoning the environment. The environment. You're, there's too many of you. Yep. Half of you have to die. Mm-hmm. I, we'll, maybe we'll sort that out for you. Right. <laughs>
0: All of that is the manufactured identity speaking what everybody wants. Well, it's the educated that do this, mostly you don't have people who didn't go to college really standing up there proclaiming that we need to go into transhumanism and all this bullshit that's right. it's the people coming out of the in, the institutions mm-hmm. where they've been programmed to be these really you know agents of a very nasty system I mean, mm-hmm. by and large i mean there's a lot of them that you know most of the people i've met that are still sane We'll say, fuck, I wasted – college was a waste of fucking money. There's no reason to do it. I could have learned any of that I was a own. huge supporter of
1: all that for so, so yeah. long. And now I'm like, what a waste. Uh-huh. Yeah. When I really tried to go back – like in Dieta, I tried to go back and say, okay, what wisdom and knowledge do I have that I gained from college or any of my school years? And right. it's like, and it's k- ma- kindergarten
0: was good. I learned some things there that I, were useful. What I always <laughs> found weird about it is, okay – Today, we're going to talk about, you know, geopolitics in the Middle East. What does that have to do with your life at all? When you could be talking about
1: the crazy shit going on in town. Right. Here, like in your now. own neighborhood. Right. Yeah. Like, where are all the catalytic converters going and why? Yeah. What, who are all these homeless people? And how did they get here? Right. And why? Is this going to be me? And, and what, what? 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 Yeah. Like, like let's re- talk about what's happening. Oh, my God.
0: Right. Like, right here. now. Yeah. Right. No, 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 no. <laughs> Take your eyes A off coin, America, yeah. look other places. Yeah. I mean, it's really, if, if you kind of look at it, this is, before they eat each other, they try to eat us first. <laughs> right? And if we can't be eaten, they'll eat each other. I, I mean, that's really, I mean, I, I know that's so simplified and stupid, but it really kind of is where we're sitting. They're going to try to eat us first. I know, so we have so to. So they opt. don't have to eat each we other. to opt out of their system. But the minute that doesn't work, and, and that's what it is, is all this is, all this world is, is a fucking game being played out, a narrative, a play, a scripted thing, It's just being played out over and over and over again. Someone's deciding all these skirmishes, wars don't just pop up. Someone decides to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like so. This They're is very all scripted for some people, mm-hmm. and then they have an incentive to make them mm-hmm. so. But. The world you're actually living in is the one localized to you. Mm-hmm. Right. And have that through the connection to Life Force, find others and you know, maybe even not encourage, but maybe be an example to others of how to get that connection back. So now the commonality between you, although you're vastly different people, the commonality is noticeable and can be used for direct communication with yeah. each other and not rely on talking heads to tell you what the fuck is what and just spouting what you hear. Think, you know, it's like if you're going to really engage the situation and it's important for you to think about, well, then maybe think about it. You know what I mean? Maybe mm-hmm. really look into it. Like put yourself in someone's shoes even. What would it feel like to be a Palestinian? Well, What would it feel like to be a Jew in Israel? Both. And not just your idea of it sink in, right? See a bomb go off in front of you and your family blown away. See how that makes you feel, right? And then see you know your family being kidnapped out of a music festival of all places, mm-hmm. and see how you feel. And it's like okay, that probably will bring you closer to understanding what's going on there. It's a lot of emotional shit happening. It's, it's you know, and it's funny because politics gets to dominate everything. But you're taking the human experience out of it that way right it's like you get down to it nobody wants to be blown up Mm -hmm. right humans don't really want to blow each other up there's a few there's a few there's a few but that's not everybody for the most part people want to live live a good life yeah it's like enough well, like, watching people old, go around fucking Jews, it's like, really? You think <laughs> they have control over their government? What about your fucking government? Why don't you go take control over that before you blame the Jews for what their government's doing? How about government's you not know a I mean? good idea? <laughs> government's They're not a good idea, no. The more centralized and the larger they are, the worse they are. Mm.
1: The more the more you centralize a power.
0: But, the you know, it's. I think part of what's happened is... They've dumbed people down to a place where they don't think they can get along with each other and figure out infrastructure and resource without, like, some guy playing expert who's yeah. raping and pillaging everything and stealing from you, telling you this is how you do it. This is how we're going to do it. You're yeah. all going to do it my way. You know what I no, mean? I, I very much know what you You mean. know, and it's like we just allowed that to go on. We've and, allowed a lot. Well, I, a lot I really think that's so what a lot of the gadgets that have come out over the last hundred years were really about here you go play with your toys let the let the adults take care of the world you guys go play we'll take care of the world we went oh yeah you guys are going to take care of the world cool It'll just be kids well that's the nanny state
1: and that's mm-hmm. that's the biggest loss of freedom freedom isn't they come and take come to your door to take your freedom away from you they take it away by oh we'll take we'll handle that for you you no longer need to be responsible you no longer need to worry about those things we've handled it all for you so we're just going to give you a ubi universal basic income and you're going to be ju- we're going to track everything you do, and we'll tell you when you're good or
0: bad. Yeah, and we'll put a diaper spawner. We'll do all those <laughs> things that are so horrible. So you can go shit yourself and have yes. someone else clean it up for you. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because i I read this the other day. There was a meme going around. God, it's one of the better ones. Uh, that I, for me personally, my opinion. I, you're not a meme it's guy. A good it's amazing. One. Narcissism is wanting the authority of a king, but the accountability of a toddler Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and boy how true that is Mm -hmm. right because everybody making these decisions they're no different than you Mm -hmm. all these people making these movies and taylor swift no different than you Mm -hmm. (laughs) right if you can see how the media is witchcraft then you can see why people look up to these turds, truly turds. Mm-hmm. I mean, really. I mean, I should, should. Should I be? Should I just be a little asshole for a minute? Mm-hmm. Probably. Will, you're probably gonna do it anyway. Watching Taylor Swift. <laughs> I mean, I've never heard her music, so I, I can't comment. The demographic for sure. I, I'm not. I couldn't, well, I couldn't name I a doubt. song of hers. <laughs> It's a sickness in our society. Hmm. She is influencing people to be a child. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the whole watching the whole thing with the Chiefs. It's, it's what do you guys prom king and prom queen? I'm um, going to my boyfriend's football game. I'm wearing his jacket. It's like you're mm-hmm. getting all this attention on that. And how long do either one of them think it's going to last? Right. Two years. Right. And not I know right. it every. And you ask anybody, they're like oh, I'm not paying attention to that. You don't have to. All they have to do is have all these views on it, and then everybody thinks everybody's paying attention to this. I mean, you can create a whole lot of illusionary um, consensus that doesn't actually exist. Do you understand what I mean? I do.
1: And And what I see her, she's being idolized for what she is, but she's kind of just an
0: irresponsible rich girl. Who can just... Dates boys and writes albums about them.
1: But, but then breaks up with them. Mean, that's when the big albums come, the breakup album. It's not the Get Together album. It's the breakup album, the How'd You Break My Heart. I mean,
0: But it's weird. It's yeah, like it's trying things. to – it's almost like there's this plan to try to infuse into society this 50s goody two-shoes kind of Grease shit. You know what I mean? It well, looks absolutely. like th- – I feel like I'm watching Grease in real yeah. life. Grease is <laughs> a very dark movie, by the way. Well, I know. That guy, you know what I mean? That no, guy an ass. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, high school, and you have it, yeah, that Yeah, let's
0: look up to the prom, but, and prom you know. But what I see, of, is what's so interesting is, it's actually,
1: it's a sign up against families. Sign up against finding a person, so having having a family, building a family, having kids, and, and it's, and so much, this has been for decades and decades, the attack upon families, that families are a bad idea, kids are a pain in the ass, they cost too much money, you don't want to have those. You want to, and then don't wait till later Wait till your career is highly successful,
0: then start one, and then you don't have any time to do it. What anyway? happens when the trees decide they want to have vanity and decide they don't want to have babies either? Well, yeah, that'd be bad. We're done. What if the plants decide? You know what? I think I'm just going to go identify something else, and I'm not going to bear fruit anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, yes, it, but. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a metaphor obviously <laughs> not an actual scientific thing
0: that might happen but who knows mm-hmm. but to not have kids that, that's, that's people go oh, I, I don't want to have I who's the I that doesn't want to have if life wants them they're coming well if we keep doing it this way we
1: do move to Idiocracy the movie What's you know, where it's uh, the smart people the people have jobs and careers don't have kids and then the people that May not be the most intellectual, intellectual, intellectual wizards in the society. They do, and we get to this place that's really weird, and that's kind of what the system's driving towards. I mean, if you look at even just the conversations in magazines or TV from the nineteen fifties, those people are a lot smarter than we were. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. like Civil War like soldiers. Just the intellectual conversation
0: that don't happen anymore because I well, don't they're know. Coming if, they're coming back. hopefully, hopefully. Well, you know, I, I think there's you know there's a lot of people. I mean, one that comes to mind is Jordan Peterson. He's getting people to think. He's getting people to like engage mm-hmm. things in a different way. Um, Nietzsche is still really popular. The Stoics are still really popular. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's there. Yeah, but it's not what's being encouraged. No, of course not. We don't need that. No, that
1: that doesn't make good workers. Right. We need eat, good workers. Eat that- <laughs> your
0: processed Oreos. You hit the time clock. Go home. Watch TV. Yeah. Behave. Yeah, and behave, and don't go outside.
1: D- don't rebel against your government. Yeah. Whatever you do, yeah, <laughs> become a government employee so that you won't. Right,
0: right. Get everybody on the dole. <laughs> everybody on the dole. Everybody on the pay. Everyone's well, a government worker. Yep. Yeah. Everybody's on the payroll. That's how you influence well, socialism. Yeah, and that's you how work. you're going to do it. Is you're going to do yeah. universal basic income because yes, right. now you benefit from the government doing what, and the you get free does. money.
1: And guess how much that money's worth when mm-hmm. you make it free? Right, and
0: and. <laughs> here's the greatest part of all that it's just a narrative yeah that money was held up in the highest of regard who knows when it for our country when that actually because it wasn't in the early days i mean yeah you know yeah you want to make money obviously but this kind of like building a mountain was stealing basically (laughs) just building this mountain of wealth just for the sake of it right and then just spending it on things just because you can you're kind of stepping outside of the natural flow of life. The not wanting kids, like, in your head, I do not want them. Uh, I mean, it's a hard one because, you know, it's like people have choices and I get it. You have free will. You can do whatever you want. But I think people are intended to continue bloodlines. And I don't think it was ever anything that we were supposed to let the manufactured identity have control over, whether we're going to have a family or not and i'm becoming the soul wants a family the soul's going to have a family I'm and my that soul, soul is yeah. definitely part of a fucking family somewhere mm-hmm. so you don't want a family is that what you're saying is are you, my family or my friends and your friends don't really know you that well so you don't really want a family the reason that families fall apart is because they know you <laughs> and you want to be seen as something else I mean, that's every fifteen-year-old kid. When your mom drives you to the movies, mom, can you drop us up around the corner? We don't want to be seen pulling up. We want to. We want to be seen as something other than you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's it, it's so that's a big part of it. You know, there, there's a, a lot of they don't they want to, like a lot of parents and a lot of kids. The kids separate from the parents because. You know, I, Yeah, there's bad parents too. But there are those occasions where the parents are, con- are seeing it. And and the kid recognizes that the parents are seeing it. They don't want to be seen that way. Mm-hmm. But they don't want to change anything. So they go put on a facade for a friend. And that's family now. Because it believes what they say they are. Mm-hmm. So seeing what they actually are. You understand what I mean? It, it happens. I'm not saying it happens every time. I think yeah. it happens a lot. <laughs> really, I do. I think a lot of whiny kids had parents that cared a lot. I've seen it. Like, my my dad was such a dick. And so I meet him. It's like, really? Really? You're sure that's true? Well, he just wanted me to do things all the time. Like what? Well, like, you know, heavy chores. I'm like, you mean help the family out? Like they do you? Well, what are you so bitter about? They fed you. They housed you. You know, they could have said, get the hell out of here. Go live with the dogs. They didn't. So what? What are you so bitter about? Oh, because you had to actually do something. Hmm. That's that's a bummer for you that you feel and it's like that is like the ultimate manufactured identity, being above something. Hmm. Oh, that I I can't do that. That's below me. That's below you. So who does it? Right. You know. And then the person who does it. Well, there's your classism. Oh, this lower scale person will do it. We're defined by our jobs. Right. But, you know, and it's funny because in our country, if I said, okay, what's more important, the garbage man or the brain surgeon? People say, well, the brain surgeon. But in all actuality, the brain surgeon is going to help a hell of a lot less people than the garbage man. And the garbage man is going to keep people from getting sick.
1: Well, in New York's... When they shut it down in New York, it gets real obvious. Real, it takes two days for things to get real ugly. Yeah, yeah when they yeah, go when yeah. the union strikes and
0: yeah. phew, oh, there's a mountain of trash in a, an hour. <laughs> it's like,
1: huh? And know? then if you cut off the food supplies to the, the island, it gets real interesting. Right, it's right? and it's trash.
0: like, yeah, and you know, the politician's <laughs> more important than the plumber until they're shit on your bathroom floor coming out of your toilet and it won't stop. Then the plumber becomes extremely important. Or there's a freeze and everybody's plumbing breaks at once. Right. 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 <laughs> you know, so the idea that our society has fashioned itself, that the, the way we look at each other is by what we do. The mm-hmm. way we know each other is by, well, I mean, what's the first, what's the, what do you do? What do you
1: it's do? like, that's a very American thing, by the way, at, Europeans don't do that. Yeah.
0: And it's weird because if you say, <laughs> I breathe air and I exist. They look at you like you're an asshole. Or an illusion, But they don't feel like an asshole for like trying to figure out who you are based on what you do as if that's a criteria you could even go by. How should I react to you? Because I'm not sure what level you are, right. what class you right, are. Right, right. And, it's like, and to me, it's just, it's a talent to be able to disarm that. No one knows if you're rich or you're poor or you're homeless mm-hmm. or you're educated. Mm-hmm. If you're a famous musician or if you're just some regular guy, no one knows. Just don't play anything. It was fun. I went and
1: delivered firewood one day mm-hmm. and to this guy who had just a bunch of stuff, this big house, all this stuff. And I was just a firewood delivery guy that day. Mm-hmm. So he was really talking down to me. And I thought it was hilarious. I was like, you're talking down to me because I'm delivering you firewood, man. <laughs> this is hilarious. Oh. And he was like super pompous. I was like, wow, dude. Like, you have no idea who I am, but today I'm your firewood delivery guy, but you're making it out like you you're no, so, yet. you're so much better than me. It's so
0: hilarious. Yeah, it is. It is. Because he is mortgaged to the teeth on a house oh, and a car. The neighborhood he lives in. That's, a, that's I a, like, a, I'm being, I'm, I'm a successful adult because I, I have that like, much fucking debt. I was so, like, wow. this
1: neighborhood feels so awful. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used to, I got that a lot doing landscaping. I bet. Yeah. Like, oh, it was a landscaper hey, man, you like beauty? I like beauty. It's all right. Yeah. And I don't want to be important anyway, so fuck mm-hmm. off. <laughs> I don't care. It just doesn't matter to me. But yeah, watching people look at you like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember there was one time I was in Boulder and I was you know barely getting by. We were living up in the hills and I had bought this old Subaru from my landlord. She was the lady on the hill. She was the one that gave the beer to the homeless people in the oh. o- Osho's camp. Mm -hmm. In Oregon. In Oregon, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, She was an interesting lady. But she had this old Subaru. It ran fine. A little beat up, but it ran fine. Anyway, I'm going down into Boulder. And, you know, everybody knows Boulder, right? It's it's a bunch of trust fund babies running around with their parents' credit cards Mm -hmm. and brand new cars and have never really lived yet. They're 17, 18, 19 years old. And I go pull up to the gas station, and this kid's sitting next to me. In this brand new Jeep. It's like a Rubicon. It's fully decked out. It's at least 80 grand that he's got in it. And, you know, he's pulling out a credit card to get gas, you know, and I'm putting gas in my car. He looks over at me, right, and gives me one of these turns around. And so I just, you know, it was one of those days where I'm like, I'm going to probably say something. So I walked over to him and said, nice car, man. I said, "You, you know what the difference between my car and your car is? He's like, what's that? I said, I don't have rug burns on my knees. <laughs> i getting it. I didn't have to do what daddy said to get it. And he just kind of... Because you could see daddy had full control. He just steps out of line, that Jeep is gone. Mm-hmm. And they're all like that. The only thing they're allowed to do is go into Whole Foods and go fucking ape shit Because parents won't get upset about food. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I, 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 we live there. It's like, this is the most... Dis- Ridiculous place in all of Colorado is Boulder. Ridiculous. There's people coming up with all kinds of titles for healing. Psychosomatic, psychedelic, space holder. Integration coach. It's like, wow, like how many that's letters does that take? Is that like mm-hmm. P-H-X-Y-Z-K-Y?
1: Well, that's Naropa
0: University's there, too. Yeah. So that
1: plays into <laughs> it. along with CU. But-
0: Here's what I think about Naropa, only because I know someone who went there. Mm-hmm. I know someone who went to Naropa to take to become a psychotherapist, mm-hmm. right? Because they have psychotherapy there, too, and got licensed through that fucking place. God, it's so pretentious, so fucking woke and pretentious, it's so disgusting. Because they're just intellectualizing everything. It's just so brutal. Anyway, this person, I won't name names. It's my landlord. It was my landlord. There you go. I didn't even have to say her name, so. She goes there. So one day, Angela was supposed to go to work, right? And her car wouldn't start. The starter went out. So this lady who trained for psychotherapy calls me on the phone and says, Is Angela, I thought she was working today. Well, her car won't start. Well, what's wrong with it? The starter. Well, let's heal the starter. I'm like, Excuse me? She's like, We're going to send energy into the starter. So it heals it. Crazy. And I said, you can only heal the living. You can't heal a part. <laughs> she just went on and on with it, on and on with it. I'm just like, oh, my God. Is this what they teach you in that school? To be completely out of your fucking mind? Huh. Not pragmatic, not balanced, not grounded, not natural, not simple. Super complicated and flighty with magical thinking. Lovely. That's not helping anything. And so what world are you living in now? The one that you're dreaming up in your head or this one? Because where spirit put you is this one where spirit is existing is in this one. And this other one you're creating for yourself doesn't actually fucking exist. So have fun with that. You want to go to a real higher state? Start here. Learn these lessons here as what it's like to be a human that has to shit and sleep and deal with illness and conflict and adversity. Learn that. Learn how to handle that without meh, and without losing your dignity, without losing your capability. Okay, then. Yeah. Now you can go there. Right? But that's how you do it. And it's weird. It's like people think it's just a shift from here, from being a dumbass to brilliant. No, no, no. That's a long road. And those steps are slippery. And with hard-earned lessons. Yeah. And you could think, well, I've made it quite far. Yeah, but what happens in your making it up? The you're making it through your journey. It snows, turns, into ice, and you slide back ten miles, because that happens, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, so how am I going to get firm footing? Because all we're really talking about is behavior. Watch how you behave. Why? Look at what's influencing you within from within yourself to behave the way you do. Mm-hmm. Don't don't make it anybody else's thing. That's you know that's a hard one to get to. To just take nothing personally, nothing, nothing at all. It's like, oh, hmm, that person must have, it must have something going on in there. There must have been a bug in their stew and they're trying to fish it out. You know, don't put bugs in your stew. <laughs> well, how do you not do that? Watch your behavior. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, Carlos, when I asked him, is there any such thing as spiritual healing? Is that real? No, Cristobal, that's stupid. Well, why is that stupid? How do you heal something that never gets sick and never dies? You want to heal something of value. Heal your behavior, and your behavior is what keeps you separated from life force. Your behaviors is what is the only thing that's going to keep you separated from well being. No one can separate you from well being. The way that you react, your behavior separates you from well being. Mm -hmm. No one can do that to you. You know, and you. But that's not. Oh, is that the case? Okay, I'm going to live like that now. No, you got to get in there and rework the patterns and the energies and start to see that some of the energies you might have labeled, you may have mislabeled. And those Mm -hmm. actually need to be either relabeled or removed because it's making your stew a little too fucking bitter for even you to swallow. Mm -hmm. Right? And it's just maneuvering. It's not getting all fucking weirded out about your world. You poison yourself with your thoughts.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Essentially. yeah. And then that attracts kind of all this toxic shit into your life. Mm-hmm. Like, but that wasn't my fault. It happened to me. But how did? what did you do to help that come along? If you were
0: paying attention, you would have watched, you would have seen it. Yeah, and changed something
1: about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean bad things don't happen to good people, because they sure certainly of do. Course. Of that's, course.
0: You're in, a, you're in a predatory universe. Yeah. You're in just, a universe that's a...
1: Then it's like, oh, there's just another
0: life test. Mm-hmm. And sometimes planets get hit by asteroids. They do. Happens. In this universe, it happens. Dinosaurs die. We thank God for that. Yeah. Because it'd be hard to live around them. You know, imagine how much CO2 they're putting in the fucking Those atmosphere. things, huge burden on <laughs> the worst. Huge burden
1: on the climate. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, it's like to take this, it's like take reality seriously, but to take all the Manufactured reality, seriously, is detrimental. You have to see what it is, and you know it's like I've watched people feel like they're being left out of it. It's like you you should want to be left out of it. You you, you want to be rejected. Why would you want to be in that? It's just the constant rigmarole of a city every day. Is that serving your soul, or is that serving your identity? Take a look. No, no, it's serving my soul. So you've replaced your soul with your identity, and now you just have this idea that your identity is your soul, and you're going to feel a whole lot of weirdness because you're not engaging the energies that are actually present within you because of your soul i mean
1: we're not you know, creating a, we're not creating elitism if you live in a city you're a bad person or you're, you're going a to bad block. person no, <laughs> you're, <not. laughs> you're horrible but it's like you it, out, you it, living
0: in a city is more challenging for all this is what you're saying and I i'm believe saying it. that it serves the purpose of the manufactured identity more than it does the soul on all fronts that's yeah i mean i like good restaurants We all like good restaurants. I live in the city because I have access to good restaurants. Do you think your soul gives a fuck what you eat? It just wants nutrition for the body. They don't give a fuck what it is. Does it eat for taste? Nope. Nope. That's for the identity to go, mmm, yum, to comment about it. Right? It's like the soul don't give a shit. I have a comfy bed to lay in. Of course I do. Does the soul need that? No. No, not at all. So if the soul doesn't need it, and one night, you don't get to sleep in your comfy bed. And your soul says, the floor is fine. The floor is fine. Not, oh, my God, I don't have my comfy bed. It's like, that's holding on too much to the identity and thinking it's the soul. Mm-hmm. And if you think your identity is the soul, then your soul is capable of being upset. Mm-hmm. Because it's you can't balance an identity. What yeah. causes it to be in balance is a life force. Right? All those uncomfortable feelings come in because of that. Exactly, exactly. So all the anxiety people have is their unwillingness to engage the energies that are present within them on the level that they can operate, which is the soul level. Which is back the fuck off, shut the fuck up, and let the soul do it. And if it's going to put some weird vibrations through your body that your identity is going to notice and get a little agitated by, so be it. Mm -hmm. Don't attach anything to that and you won't get destroyed by that. You won't get into weird alcoholic habits or needing sex twenty four seven or needing to be a predator, or take advantage or seek people's attention. You don't have to do any of that, you know. And if you're truly a genuine person operating, you know, with some integrity and balance, you, you don't have to look for friends. You don't. You don't have to look for people. Those that gravity that you're associating with or that you have a gesture with, the magnetism takes you. Right in what proximity? I think
1: that's true. at Any way you're behaving, you're going to attract what you're putting out. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. in my experience personally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you see the world as ugly and you engage the world as if it's ugly, that it's going to do ugly things to you. Mm-hmm. Duh. You know, it's like, huh. You know, you put, you put like some sour shit in water you taste it and go, ooh, that's sour. <laughs> yeah, duh. You know, it's like, of course, that's how that works. You put it in there, and that's, you put that ingredient in there. You're gonna taste it. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, you're gonna experience that mm-hmm. in that pattern that plays out energetically in this world. You know? I, I mean, I, I don't know if it's if it's laziness, fear. Laziness is probably just. Uh, fear that's tired yeah <laughs> you know yeah really? you're not afraid of it because you know you burned out that fuel now yeah. you're just kind of not doing it it's kind of like you tried a thing
1: that you thought was going to go really really well and it didn't because you thought about it too much and now you're sad because it didn't go the way you thought it was going to go and now you just abandon all your now you're like oh, fuck it's not worth it apathy yeah, you can get there. Nihilism is pretty ugly too. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. All of it. Empathy is pretty fucking gross too. <laughs> It'd be one thing if ever you know people are you know shiny beacons of of hope, but a lot of them are. I don't want. I would. I would never want to. You know, have that with someone in a bad place. Empathize with a like a, a human. Ugh. Yeah, no. I don't feel that. <laughs> uh-uh. Energetic boundaries. Yeah. this is more useful than mm-hmm. empathy for all. You know, it's weird when people you know, boundaries. Because boundaries are usually spoken and rarely held up. They don't have to be spoken. They can just be like, hmm, I'm going to walk away. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I need to go now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> to go to the There's back. other places for me to be. Yeah. I can get away from you. It's yeah. a big world. Yeah. Yeah, about for me, it's it's not really about boundaries. It's more about emanating the life force you're building within yourself out far enough that nothing can come in unless mm-hmm. it's invited, mm-hmm. right? And that takes a long time. It's not like you, shing! Suddenly you have a shield of light blocking all negativity from coming in. No, you fortify yourself by engaging it. And then you know, you can emanate out and it's it's it can it's weird. It's like I've seen where if you are emanating in a really balanced way, full of power, it could actually influence other people to behave properly. Mm-hmm. It really mm-hmm. can. You can walk into a room and every sudden like mm-hmm. everybody's sitting up straight. It's like, you know, it reminds grinds with that bumper sticker. Jesus is coming look busy. <laughs> well, you yeah. know. Yeah. Don't don't let him catch you acting anything. that way. Yeah, you know? yeah. Just being able to be, you know, having enough genuine life force within you that when you emanate out, anybody trying to bring you trouble, it's you meet it long before it actually reaches you, mm-hmm. and you you know and you let the energy that you're emanating work with that, right? Let it tell you mm-hmm. instead of letting it all in. Mm -hmm. don't leave it out there where it belongs it's not part of you so leave it out Mm -hmm. there yeah is is, does it need your attention is there some kind of situation arising where you need to pay attention to that great let that be your emanation Mm -hmm. don't suck that in Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. you know because you really if you get rid of judgment and you get rid of your high idealistic ways and you just operate from well-being well then your behavior will clear up quick don't behave in ways that take it from you. Behave in ways that amplify that in you. It takes a lot of awareness. It's all it takes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Awareness to see where the mind wants to go, what it wants to do with the energy, and seeing that, oh, that's not good, and not letting it do it. Mm-hmm. Right? After a while, you'll have no need for any more manufactured identities because all they're doing is... Because your connection is severed, they're running everything. Because the true master is not being acknowledged to run anything. Mm-hmm. So, the identity runs around like, what the chicken with the head cut off. Got to do, got to do, got to do, got to do. The soul's just like, what? What do you got to do? <laughs> Fucking idiot. Sit down. Let's go through, do some real things that will have more to do with the whole of your life instead of this brief little moment in time. You know, you can fortify the soul here. You don't have to wait. You don't have to wait for Jesus to bring the pork chops. You can go shoot a pig yourself. You know what I mean? Does Jesus bring pork chops? I don't know if that's a thing. Did you just coin that? No, it's a George Carlin <laughs> book. Oh, <okay. laughs> you not know that? One I know George, George Carlin. I,
3: that was a great quote, though. When
0: will Jesus bring the pork chops? Mm-hmm. So I used it. Okay, I love George Carlin. Yeah. He was dead on, wasn't he? He he's stunning. It's a big like- giant club and you ain't in it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't want to be in it. And it's like, ah, but it has everything you need. Does no, it doesn't. No? No, no. no, it has everything you want. <laughs> it doesn't have everything, anything. I, it doesn't have everything I need. And if if the if the need arose, I could get my own food. I could walk right out my door and get food.
3: Steer deer everywhere.
0: Yeah. <laughs> There's fish everywhere. There's water everywhere. It's like, I don't, but what do I need? Right? Oh, well, you need a grocery store. Well, yeah. I mean, it's convenient. You know, it's, it's a lot easier than trudging through the snow to shoot something. It's a lot easier to go to a rancher who's already doing that, you know, kind of I thing. it. That's amazing.
1: Chickens can make eggs without anybody getting, well, most things not getting harmed. I guess
0: <laughs> <because laughs> baby chickens. But for me, I mean, need is, I need to know within myself, know, not think, not have an idea about it, to know that I'm connected to what's making me currently, every moment. Right? So, and to live in the moment, but not for the moment, in the moment that presents itself, and then live in the next one that presents itself, and not try to make one moment stick. That's just retarded there's nothing to that to be able to shift with with what life is doing and stay connected even when it's like making a a severe right turn and you thought it was going left make the right yeah it's you got to correct a little bit but follow it follow it follow it, follow it stay with it that's it's my goal because i've not known anything else to bring me well-being mm-hmm. that connection to spirit to the <coughs> evolved beings that are still really here as a, known as like intelligences without form the spirits. It's like that to me, having good relation in there, good relation with, you know, I'll just put it in my own parlance, the grandfathers that sit on the mesa that have come before us, that have mastered this, who look out for us. You can talk to them, right? That to me is important. Knowing the forces of nature that are at play in really my locale, I love that. I don't, and to feel connected to nature by walking out the door and really feeling it all, being a part of all of it, that's more important to me than anything else. That gives that, that's what I need, right? That food, water, shelter, air. Those are, those are needs, right? And, the connection is what brings the well-being. And having more well-being is satisfying. So there's nothing to satisfy. Hmm. Right? Now the identity, it has an idea of what satisfaction is. It'll never experience it, so it'll never stop. But the, the being, <laughs> it's just satisfied with connection. It doesn't need any more. Right? And the more that we value life force we value well-being we value our presence we value the energies that are in us even the ones we don't like we put the right value on them you don't have any problems right then you will your attention will immediately go to your own being and you'll live that and you'll step out of this fucking crazy ass narrative that you don't really need to be a part of anyway right and if enough people step out of that game over They'll eat themselves. But if we continue to think that doom scrolling for the answers to everything, that somebody has put out the truth, no. It's never going to happen. It's going to happen in here. right? And then the development of your consciousness puts you beyond the reach of this world. That's really what I think what happens. It's not that you're not in it. It just can't reach you to disturb you. Right. It can't reach you to soothe you into a slumber. It can't reach you to entice you into throwing your life away for some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Right. It can't entice you to spend that 1500 bucks to go see Taylor Swift. You know what I mean? Because I the society draws there. It's not there anymore. It's not that you don't have things you don't have things, but you're just, there's just things. Oh, that's a cool thing. <laughs> this doesn't really matter. You know, if it breaks, it breaks. Just out it goes. No connect, no grippiness to that. Mm-hmm. You know? And just become smarter. You start to value well being and you realize well being comes from connection way beyond what the authorities are doing and what the system is there for. That life itself exists outside of that system. The system exists on top of it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It doesn't exist inside of it. So it's a dominating force. It's always going to be that way. And, it, you know, people, whether you see it or not, you're kind of everybody, most Americans are kind of a dominating thing. Oh, absolutely. You know, you, all you have to do is watch someone walk up to a Starbucks that's temporarily closed without, you know, previous notification mm-hmm. and you'll see how quick someone turns really mighty like what the hell why aren't they open it says they're supposed to be open it's like well they're not do you stand here and yell at the door there's nobody in there to yell at but they'll do that like, go, god damn it what the hell it's like really really that's <laughs> that's your reaction to the world because <laughs> the tantrum yep yep and everybody it's like i don't do that oh let your internet go out for a week <laughs> I bet you will. I we'll bet you a lot of people will start. Or your it. electricity, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just shut off your electricity for a month when you want it. You know? Yeah. So then suddenly it's you start seeing how gotta have to have. You know, and with Americans, by and large, the biggest problem with this country. You no, know, whether anybody agrees with me or not, is I don't care. This is the one of the biggest problems. The reason your government gets away with so much and fucking robs and bilks you to go fight wars somewhere else is because you don't. We're not a nation of citizens. We're a nation of customers and consumers. Consumers. That's the now. Word. It's I've like, done. but we get on social media and say stuff. Do you realize that that's a business? It still has to do with your consumerism. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with anything else. Right? So you're not being a citizen, you're being a consumer of social media. Whether you post on it or read it, you are a consumer of social media for that. Right? It's like, oh, okay. That's I mean, why. We, we didn't ever resist when they passed the Patriot
1: Act huh. and took away all our freedoms because of 9-11. Right. But they took away a whole bunch of freedoms from us. Mm-hmm. They passed a bill called Citizens United. Which basically said, Oh, the oh yeah. we're gonna we're gonna allow all the corporations to spend as much money as they want on political campaigns so that they own all of our politicians. And the system we were taught in school, yeah, that was a whole fallacy. That's not
0: actually how the government works right. at all. Right. At all. Here's how the government works. Here, here's a here's a good way to look at it. The same powers that run the military-industrial complex. Mm-hmm. They run the entertainment industrial complex, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the medical industrial complex, Mm -hmm. the religious industrial complex, the financial industrial complex, the the industrial 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 Mm complex. All of it Mm -hmm. is the same thing. Yeah. It's just different branches Mm -hmm. of the same power structure. And I believe the whole power structure is propped up by this whole monetary system. Entertainment to distract you. Mm -hmm. Religion to deceive you. Right. The financial one to make you compete with one another. The medical one to keep you a, a subscriber to the keep services. Keep you fighting for well-being <laughs> while they poison you. hmm Yeah. While they poison you. hmm Right. Big
1: pharma. We're either going to fix you with a pill or a scalpel. Mm-hmm. Pick. Or a, <laughs> or a chip. Or a Or a vaccine. Chip these days.
0: Lots of options. Or some messenger RNA to make you smarter. That's why I recommend Bitcoin. More pliable.
1: <laughs> I recommend Bitcoin to opt out of this whole fucking system. That's why I wear this today.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, and and it's that's a good B-U one. Had. It's like, as long as is the people that are going to oh. usher it in can stay balanced and not get weird or elitist oh. or strange. Because I'll tell you, one of the things that can go on in that Bitcoin community is mm-hmm. belittling other people. Oh, that happens a lot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's when someone there's says a lot of you're so fiat, it's yeah. like uh, you're such a stuck-up fucking snob. The worst one is have fun staying poor, right? So yeah. if you bring the identity into Bitcoin, it's just same thing as the dollar. Yeah, but it's going to have the same kind of mm, taker vibe to it. No, I don't think so. Actually, well, and, it, it can because uh, it, it it's not the thing itself that is going to do the changing. It's the people. I understand, and and. Bitcoin changes nothing. It
1: does. It changes incentives. Behavior
0: changes incentives. Incentives change behavior. Okay. Well I, We'll I look think, into that. I think so. Because, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not against it. I think it's a great thing. I just think everybody needs to be really careful Absolutely. how they're going to behave in it. If you're going to have this be the thing that is the answer to the system, it's going to have to have well-being, balance, no egomaniacal bullshit, no fucking ruler, no fucking experts telling everybody else what to do. Because then you just got a whole other system that mirrors this one. Absolutely.
3: Well, and Bitcoin can't die. It's an eternal system, which has a little bit of a scary vibe to it, too. Like, I'm as in have, Bitcoin, But as long but as we have
0: guns and bullets, the dollar can't die either. Because if the dollar dies, your country will bomb the, another country. The dollar can die of its own,
1: of its own, yeah. of its own system. Then Be- we'll just use lead instead no well that's that's how it's been in the past that's how it's that's been what's in the past. happening right now that's how it's been in the past and I I think that we're seeing something change here
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. agreed
1: and and I think it's part of the consumerism thing that we're talking about is fiat thinking which is short-term thinking it's like because the money you hold decreases in value every single day the the smartest thing to do is spend it on something as fast as possible so it creates this whole just rampant consumerism. I, you know, but if you I, have I, something that you hold and gets more valuable the longer you hold it, it
0: you cha- you changes your idea of what you're going to do with it. I, I really wish the guy that created Bitcoin, even if he just did it anonymously, mm-hmm. did an interview. Because I'd really like to know what he thinks about where it's going and what he thinks about the community growing up around it. And does he think that the, or he, she even. Yeah, it's possibility. Think those are the people with integrity there's been good and bad
1: actors throughout all of it. And there's been really good actors that have turned bad. Mm-hmm. And usually when they do, they get what they deserve. Right. And so that's actually the nice thing is that this man, the maniacal overlord thing, it, I don't, it may be, but really when you're that maniacal overlord, let's just give an example, this organization called BlackRock, mm-hmm. who's just recently acquired tens of thousands of Bitcoin in the last mm-hmm. three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're not going to change Bitcoin. Bitcoin's going to change them. Either they're going to stop playing fuckery games or they're going to be served their due justice through it. Mm. And the volatility is the thing that kills them. And when you play games with the volatility, that's when you get wrecked. And that's what bad actors will do. They'll play games.
0: I just think that the real change humans need is within them. It's not anything they create.
1: No, I know. I do. But I think it's a lot of the bad behavior is fueled by...
0: A system that encourages bad behavior. See, I, I like the idea of, you know, when I look at Bitcoin, I look at, okay, this is basically a way for us to get resources we need without all the fucking madness of a society. It's, the grift. it's, it's actually, I mean? the, the
1: it's actually, it all, so right? the, your energy, we're talking about energy. So part of your energy in this world is your cre- your creative energy, that you actually make something and you do something of value for somebody else. And you should be able to take the fruits of that, whatever that transaction was, and hold on to them. But this system doesn't allow you to. They steal it through taxation at every turn, right. a fees at every turn, and so it's being robbed by the people that run the banking system yeah, and like the government. I mean, Bitcoin
0: can be the marketplace for the more mature people well, who wanna who wanna transact in a real way for real things. But it also encourages
1: self responsibility. So this whole nanny state thing—it's like, oh, Bitcoin has no use for that. It doesn't even know what that is, and doesn't even res- some of it doesn't even respect. It doesn't know the border. Is it doesn't know what a country is because it doesn't know it, right? It's just a set of rules that are inscribed in a way that can't be changed because there's a whole bunch of people protecting how they are written Mm -hmm. and they're open source, they're not hidden, they're not NSA, they're not CIA, they're open and fair and free, and they're encouraging everybody to join
0: and have abundance by doing so forever. I, I, you know, I just would love to see, and maybe it is there, I maybe I haven't looked close enough that. The people that are really in that ground of getting this, you know, thing solid here, mm-hmm. that they have integrity themselves. I think if they don't,
1: they get pun- they get punished and severely. And that's been the history so far. It's only a 15-year history. Yeah. It'll but, be interesting and, to see where this goes. Well, and it's interesting that we're going to be really in the thick of it because so many Bitcoiners are going to this little island that we're going to in, right. in a few weeks. Right. And we'll really be immersed in that whole community really mm-hmm. well and get That'll to know fun. some of them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know some of them now, but we'll get to know more. Yeah. And you and Angela get to meet him, which is, and our for Nomura gets to meet him. It's, it's going to be
0: awesome. And I can go do my uh, missionary work. Yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs> On and, a mission. Well, and, and th- there are a few people yeah. in that, that world that are kind it? of
1: philosophers. <laughs> I mean, the one, the biggest philosopher, I think, in the Bitcoin space is really Tomer, who you got to meet in California. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And oh, w- tem- one of the things he said recently is, you don't change Bitcoin, Bitcoin changes you. Mm-hmm. And so it's that incentive thing. It's like, it's not, and it's just not saying, oh, this is the cult. You must be this way. Although there's there's a tinge of that right now. But really, it's like,
0: it's open to everybody. I mean, he's like, through it, there's only one path. It's integrity or death. Yeah. <laughs> you
1: know, it's like, all right. And trying to convince an American that this is a good idea is like, so, so hard. Because we're so full of our financial privilege. Mm-hmm. But you talk to an Argentinian about it. They're like, oh. Because Aaron talked on Argentina Argentinian the other day. And he's like, oh. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I've been looking for that all my life. Holy crap, that, that's really real? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Argentina's picking it up,
0: too. <laughs> so, yep. Anyway. And, you know, and I, I, could see, I, I totally see why. Oh, yeah. When your money's been debased to zero
1: yeah. a couple of times in your lifetime.
0: Then you need a wheelbarrow over your cash to buy a little you're bread. You're like, yeah, um, It's like, oh, shit.
1: There's something that's I It's a can, lot of hours. There's something I can store my life, my the, the, the fruits of my efforts in this life, and something that's not going to be debased away or stolen from me or confiscated from me in any way. Mm-hmm. I mentioned that. Mm-hmm. So. What time is it?
0: It's a longer term view. It's 840. 840. 840. That's that's cool. I'll wrap it up.
3: It's been
0: two hours. Yeah, let's wrap it up. up. Let's wrap it up. So uh, what's the moral of our meandering minds? Fix your behavior, people. (laughs) That the real path is behavioral. It is. That if you want consciousness to open and expand in front of you, inside of you, all around you, where you feel more informed about the life you're living from your own soul, that's a behavioral path. That is not magical thinking, that is not idealism, that is not philosophy, Mm that is not religious beliefs, that is not a modality. It's the heart being genuine unto itself. And for us to recognize what we actually feel inside and reconcile the things out of balance. Don't call anything good or bad. In balance or out of balance the the more fierce energies that can wreck your sh- train can only do that if you're out of balance so it's really just balance and balance is that's a behavioral act
2: mm-hmm.
0: that something comes in you're like no no you settle down we're going to sit and listen instead of react mm-hmm. right to be able to like see how you're about to behave before you do it you know what i mean
3: I do. And I, I've, I've had a question in my head for like the last hour and a half on you earlier, you you mentioned the right path, mm-hmm. like knowing you're on the right path. But there can be like a danger to that in my sense too. like there's like if I, I if I behave well, then there's the right path. But then there's like the hell path or the bad path and this opposition can form. And is there and uh, well, let me take a step back. And I think
0: about that in relation to judgment, too. But those but the duality of a path being good or bad only exists in the identity that thinks about it. Well right. The soul, its trajectory is fixed. It's never going to separate itself from the life force. You could prove that cuz you're not dropping dead. It's never going to do that. It's a fixed trajectory, it's a fixed path. You know, you it's not destiny Uh, whatever. No, it's to, to do the soul's path means you don't have choices anymore. So you don't have choose between the good or the bad. You're just doing what the soul does. And there is no good or bad around that. There's only progression through fields of consciousness. There's only progressions through states of being to where you can get to where you're an elder sitting on that mesa with the grandmothers and the grandfathers, the ancestral medicine people who came before us, who are coming to ceremonies and just shower wisdom and openness and truth on people like crazy that.
3: So is there a right path or is there a writer path? It's not a right. Yeah. There's no,
0: yeah. Right there. Right and wrong is of the identity. The soul does not think in terms of right or wrong on and off, up and down, left and right, dark and light. No, it doesn't. It doesn't do any of that. It's in balance. Mm-hmm. It's never trying to balance anything. It's in balance. you When we step away from that for our own personal desires, our identity desires, that's out of balance. So, it's going to try to balance itself by throwing the soul out of balance. Mm -hmm. One or the other. Either your identity is very balanced and you're getting everything you want and shiny, shiny, shiny Mm -hmm. till cancer kills you. (laughs) Or you do the soul's path where there's no choice for anything. You're just doing it. And it's not about what's good or bad or what's better or worse. Mm -hmm. It's just what is, Mm -hmm. right? And if you put all the thinking outside and let the soul engage that, it sees the point in everything that you would never notice with the identity. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's the soul's a fixed path. When you're ready to have well-being, dignity, an expanded state of consciousness, a more, um, more dignity, more presence, more strength, then when you're ready for that, you'll go on that soul path, which is just it's not this or that. It's all there is. It doesn't matter. It, you wouldn't even, there wouldn't even be anybody there to, to weigh whether it's good or, or bad. To judge it. To judge it. There won't be anybody there doing that. You're just doing what's in front of you. You're just doing what's in front of you. You're just doing what's in front of you. And if you have reactions to what's in front of you, that's what you work on. Not trying to change what's in front of you. Change how you're reacting to what's in front of you. You understand what I mean? Mm -hmm. You learn how to respond to it. Learn how to behave in a way that traces that pattern in a harmonious way. That if it's a cycle that needs to be broken and you trace it correctly, that cycle breaks. And you don't have to go through it anymore. So the harder ones... Yeah, get to it, because you're just skating on the thin ice right there, just doing figure eights on thin ice forever. It's like, don't do that. You know, Get to what's important. Get to what's important, how you feel is important. Mm-hmm. The trajectory of your soul, that's important. Your, what your wants and little needs, they're just numbing you out and kind of making you feel a little bitter about everything, because nothing you're ever going to get is ever going to satisfy your want of well-being. And if you think this thing's bringing it to you, your identity has tricked you. Your identity will always fall prey to witchcraft of all kinds, to magical thinking of all kinds, to hope that really has no fucking foundation of all kinds. Because that's what it does.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: it does. It doesn't have any solidity of its own. It has no foundation. It's not a living thing. The thing that's alive doesn't do any of that. Right? And so... It's like if you have like too people that just have two, their identity needs too much for them to have any time to really be with their soul and see that that's the important part of life, not all your consumption and who you become and how many degrees you have and what college you're speaking. I don't a shit because most of us just babble anyway, just like this is babble. You know, it's not really all that important. What's important is how you feel. It's always going to be that. It's not going to be anything right? What, what do you think anybody does anything for? You're after a certain feeling. feeling. Well, the feeling already exists inside of you. What do you need to go do that for to get it? Why are you saying that I'm not going to feel well-being unless I go do that thing? That's your identity is playing a game with you. And it is very susceptible to persuasion. The Soul is not. You can't persuade it to do anything other than what it's here to do. And when you do something that it's not wanting to do. You're going to feel that as frustration, anger, anxiety, because you're not listening. You have this whole agenda that has nothing to do with where your soul's going. And if you let that agenda take you far enough away from the soul, the soul going to keep going. And at some point, you're going to feel separated from it. Now, you're going to need the attention of others. You're going to need to go to a whole lot of retreats <laughs> and listen to... 25 year olds in white gowns talk about we're fifth dimensional beings and all those things you feel inside it's just a sign of your attention it's like no it's neuropathy (laughs) dumbass if you do get what's what's the word when um you get all fucking dizzy uh
3: uh, vertigo
0: vertigo if you're experiencing vertigo this is a sign of it. This is an ascension sickness. It's like vertigo means there's something wrong with your brain. <laughs> More <laughs> blood pressure. If the ground, oh, starts, if you feel the ground shaking under your feet, that's a neuropathy. Your nerves are shot, and you want to call that ascension sickness. I don't know about all that. I, that's I, so why I just—it's weird. It's like again, why spend all this energy explaining? Mm -hmm. these high modalities when you could just go to right inside. How do you actually fucking feel? Not breathe and imagine a coat of armor surrounding you with lights and making you more intelligent. Why don't you just become more intelligent? And if you can't do that, just be less dumb. Mm -hmm. It's pretty simple shit. Right? Keep it simple, stupid. Right? And know that you're foolish. Know that. I know it. That's what keeps me out of trouble. I know what a fool I am. Mm-hmm. Right? I know how easily fooled I can be. So I just don't play into the identity that's gonna sit there and make judgments about this or that or that. I'm just gonna do this in front of me. Right? You know, it's like if, if there's a need that arises, I will address it. Done. Right. And then leave it all, leave it all alone. Like after a day of hard work. That was rough. I don't sit at home and go, oh, fuck. fuck. No, I forget about it. It's done. Move on. And then we do a podcast like today. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Did on day's work. After our day's work,
0: you sit and do a podcast. <laughs> anyway, that's enough. Okay. We'll, we'll continue this conversation. I'm sure. On talking about the same shit we after I <laughs> wonder when people are going to become tired of it. <laughs> ah, you know, he never says anything different. It's like, well, no, I say the same thing in different ways. Yeah, like the Buddha. What? Like the Buddha. Like, like a Buddha. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll be a Buddha. You Just get want. the robe. Huh? You I'll just to... be Chris. Chris. The Chris. Don Christopher. <laughs> What'd you just say? The Chris. With a silent T on the end. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I could be a megalomaniac. I could just sit here and claim You I'm control Jesus. people that way too. Maybe I'd just go out and say, Hey, I'm Jesus. That's a money-making it. idea right there. It really is. Really I'm is Jesus and I need money. money. Lots of fucking money.
1: <laughs> that's a good
0: money making idea. Yeah. Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. Give me. I don't want money. I want Bitcoin.
1: <laughs> see, that's a, see. Did you talk about? There can be evil Bitcoin. There it is.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, that's enough of our episode. All of right. You. Say good night, Isaac. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Goodnight. Say Tom. Say good night. Good night, everyone. Now let's also before we completely sign Oh no, gosh, here we go. Let's let's, let's just um, send a a loving energy, uh, strength through that camera look mm-hmm. in the camera, everybody stare at the camera <laughs> and put your juju in the camera and give it to the people that might watch this, that you got this, don't take it seriously, don't take yourself seriously and chill the fuck out chill out your central nervous system feel feel that <laughs> there, that's our new age little have a good, good night good see night. you
2: later <laughs> nda trang gauri vn amorai ta yaremo I didn't dai ne <laughs>